1: Hi,
0: everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all over the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have a whole bunch of callers on hold, so we will get to them in just a second. But first, I wanted to remind you all about my new training, the Angels and Enlightenment Training. Because it is going to be so amazing when you take it, it's $300, it's self-paced, you do it it online, whenever you want, it's a couple of hours worth of videos, and you can do them in a couple of hours, you can do them over days, weeks, months, whatever. But the key is, there are practice sessions that we offer, 10 of them a week, that are all facilitated by graduates of my really advanced training the angelic attendant training that's in person and so when you go to the practice session especially now because we've only had the training available for about a week or so when you go to the practice session you guys you may be able to be the only one in the practice session and have a whole hour with one of my graduates practicing your wo wo skills and it's ten dollars per practice session It is the best deal in all of (laughs) woo-woo-dom. I don't even know if that's a word. I may have just made it up. But I'm telling you, some people have been the only person in the practice session because we're just getting this ramped up do this do the do the angels and enlightenment training sign up for it as soon as you sign up for it even before you go through the training you can start doing the practice sessions as you're doing the training so it's the best deal in woo woo dumb i may trademark that slogan that may be a good one and so angels and enlightenment training just go to askjulieryan.com. there's a pop-up that'll come up click on the angels and enlightenment and in role and then you will you will be able to talk to any spirit you want any spirit that's alive any spirit that's attached to a body any spirits that's deceased whether you knew them or not who do you want to talk to you want to talk to your dead grandma you want to talk to aristotle moses uh who elvis it doesn't matter you you will learn how to do that and the same goes for animals as well. So I highly encourage you to check that out. All righty. Let's go to the phones. And our first caller is Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Julie. Thank you
2: so much for taking my call. You are uh, Michelle so welcome. from Fort Lauderdale. Hi, yeah. Joe. Thank you. Is it in my best interest to hire a company called The Teacher Project to move forward with my tutoring business. I started it in August of last year. One-on-one tutoring, it's not going that well. I would like to move forward and do group coaching and I'm happy,
0: I feel good about this company. I just needed a second. Opinion. Are they like a franchise, Michelle, or what are they doing? Are they are they going to do um, marketing for you or do they have clients that they send they'll, they'll,
2: your way? Yes. They'll help me with Facebook ads, marketing, getting me on the right road, in other words, to be able to market to groups as opposed to, you know, one-on-one. So I'll, I'll generate more income that
0: way. Mm-hmm. And is it a long-term contract? A project. I'll, I don't know yet, but I'm a little bit nervous to invest
2: a lot of money, Um If you, you know, don't see this going forward, because I really would like to market to groups virtually.
0: I get that it's, it's good for you to talk to talk with them and for you to be sure and review their contract. You know, I'm a businesswoman, so that's my first thing mm-hmm. I'm going to do right, is, like, right. what's the right. contract I'll have say? a lawyer
2: look it over.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you look it over first and see what how it feels to mm-hmm. you before you pay a lawyer to look it over. If you feel like it's right. making sense Not and you want to move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you but you see do that. me doing uh, group. You see that as lucrative absolutely. for me. Absolutely, absolutely. And what I'm seeing, okay. Michelle, is that these guys can help teach you how to do it, and then I don't know that you're going to necessarily need them going forward. That's why I would be really concerned mm-hmm. about what the terms of the agreement are and how right. long That's you're how locked I into see. it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, so okay. tell them you want right. to see their Thank you contracts. So much, and you want to see mm-hmm. what all they offer, and also I would be paying attention to: Are there any guarantees? Is there a, a set limit of That's exactly clients what I was thinking.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: that they're going to send to you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're on the right track. Your intuitions, you're, it's engaged. Yeah. You're doing good. My yeah. intuitions there. Okay. Absolutely. Yay. Thank you
2: so much. Yeah. I love you. All right. Love Have you a great too. Show. Thanks. I'll be there. Thanks I'll for see. calling.
0: And uh, good luck. Good luck always, with your new business. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. All righty. Let's go to Dan next. Hi, Dan.
4: Hi, Julie. How are you?
0: I'm terrific. How are you, sir?
4: Well, I'm good, but I've had a have got a pretty difficult health problem that I've been dealing with.
0: Okay. What's going on? Um. Well, well first COVID of all, where are you? Where are you located, Dan? I'm,
4: I'm calling from I'm calling from Denver, Colorado.
0: Okay. All right.
4: Thank you. And I, I, I had COVID before there was a vaccine.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and then I got vaccinated uh, with the Pfizer vaccine. Mm-hmm. And just after I had the first booster, Pfizer booster, I developed really dramatic um, neuropathic pain in my upper body. It makes my, my entire upper body feel as though it's burning. Oh, boy. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a condition that, um, I mean, I'm I've, I've, uh, sleeping two, three hours a night, and uh, uh, it's just incredibly uncomfortable. And the doctor says that it's the result of my immune system thinking that the spike Proteins in the vaccine—they've um, made it to my nerve cells, and my immune system is after those, those mistakenly after those uh, those nerve cells. Right. So, I don't quite know what to do with about it. Everybody, I, I, um, I have I've had a zillion tests and seen uh, several. Professionals, uh, neurologists, and that sort of thing. And I'm considering getting uh, intravenous uh, gamma gobulin uh, infusion, which is uh, designed to reset your immune system. But there's possible side effects with that. And I'm just, I'm kind of at my wit's end, to be honest with
0: you. I bet. I bet. Okay. Let me get you on my radar, Dan, and let's see what's going on. And let me see what I can do to help relieve your pain and and go from there. So how this works... Dan, and to those of you that are first time listeners is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, because we're all spirits attached to a body having a human experience. And when we're attached to a body, we vibrate more slowly, simply because the body has mass. So I'm going to I learned how to do all this woo woo stuff, Dan. And so I, this is what I train people in my advanced training how to do. And so I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to watch a laser beam come from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to hook into you in Denver. And then I'm going to have a hologram of you in my mind's eye. And it's going to be as if I'm looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. Something will be identified. Immediately thereafter, there will be some type of energetic healing that will occur. And I'm going to be very descriptive with what I'm seeing in my mind's eye, Dan, because if you can envision it, it's going to help integrate the healing into your body because the body's going to follow what the brain's telling it, even if the brain doesn't believe it to be true. So that's what we're going to do. So are you ready? Because here comes my laser beam from Sweet Home, Alabama. All right, here we go. Heading out to you. All right, got you. Shooting energy from your feet up to the top of your head. All right, your whole body's inflamed. It looks like red fog on body parts. Your whole body is just covered with inflammation. So what I'm doing first, in is I'm calming that down with anti-inflammatory energy, which is a royal blue color. Picture the color of those refreezable ice packs that you have. Mm -hmm. from the orthopedic surgeon's office, or you can get them at the drugstore if you want. And when you're in a lot of pain, envision that cold blue gel coming down on your body and cooling the redness and the inflammation, and it'll help reduce it. You can visualize it, and it'll help reduce it. All right. The first thing that I'm doing is we're going to do a DNA healing. So we're going to return your DNA back to pre shot status. All right. We're going to get the mRNA out of there, which is causing you to stay in an inflamed state and causing all your pain. So we're going to take you back to where you were before. When I do a DNA healing, Dan, I see a chromosome come out of the body. You know, girls have two Xs, boys have an X and a Y. So I always see an X come out of the body. And then the strands of DNA look like pieces of paper you'd see inside a fortune cookie. I'm going to hold you over for the break, Dan. I'm going to work on you over the break. Yep. And then when we come back, I'll give you a report. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. We'll be right back. Before the break we were talking with Dan from Denver or Denver Dan we could call you Denver Dan that would work too You can say so, Denver, Dan. Yeah. Denver Dan I know makes you sound like a movie star <laughs> so Dan here's yeah. what I got I did I calmed down the inflammation I did a DNA healing as I mentioned before the break DNA strands look like pieces of paper that you'd find inside a fortune cookie the paper that has the fortune written on it and DNA strands are the recipe that tell the cells how to behave. And one strand is may have 100,000 letters on it, can have a billion letters on it. And those letters are a combination of A, T, C, and G, and they represent nucleic acids. So I watch all those letters get rearranged really fast, like imagine playing Scrabble and Warp Speed. That's what, I, that's what it looks like to me when the strand is reconfigured. And what we're doing is we're resequencing it back to a normal recipe. So it snaps back into the chromosome and then it goes back into your body. You had five strands that came out that got resequenced. Next thing I did was I did a heavy metal detox and... Imagine two big U-shaped magnets, you know, those ones that are red and silver, those old-fashioned U-shaped magnets. Imagine two yeah. huge ones that are wrapped around you with the U's on either side of you, and they're joined in the middle. And then they go up and down your body, and they pull out metallic particulates. And then they turn a quarter of a turn, go up and down your body, pull out more particulates, and they go all the way around your body in quarter turns till it your whole body's been. Demetalized. How about that? I'm coming up with all these new vocabulary words tonight. (laughs) I must be inspired by a dictionary or something. And then I watched any remaining powder or metallic dust get irrigated out of your system. Next thing I did was we roto-rooted your whole neurological system in your brain and your spine throughout your whole body. And how that works is, for those of you that are outside of the U.S., it just means that we tunneled through and cleaned it. Dan, I had a gal from uh, London, I think, call me. I was talking to her one time, and I said, I'm going to rotor router this. And she said, darling, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> and I said, okay, let me explain it. So imagine two little tiny Please, corkscrews. Don't. Yeah, two little tiny corkscrews mm-hmm. that are tunneling through. Do you remember the old-fashioned Pac-Man game back in the eighties, late seventies and early eighties, yep. where the Pac-Man would go eat all the di- all the whatever? That's what these yep. these little corkscrews do. There's lots of them, and they multiply as they're going through your neurological system. And they what they're doing is they're cleaning out any kind of debris in your nerves. Imagine your nerves are tubes and they're cleaning out the debris, and the debris can be uh, dead cells from when the nerves are injured. It can be other things, and so that gets cleared out. It morselates all that debris in there. Another term I use is gunk, but you know know what I'm talking about, and then that gets irrigated, and then I poured stem cell energy into those, all your nerve tubes, if you will, and then Stem cell energy looks like a light amber color gel, has sparkles in it because it's woo woo. Gotta have sparkles and some of this stuff to make it fun. And then <laughs> it has a watery consistency. And I don't know how young you are, Dan, but back in the day when I was a kid, there was this hair gel called Dippity Doo. It reminds me of Dippity Doo yep. hair gel. Yeah. We oh may have had sisters yep. that used it. Heck, heart you, heart. May, you may have used it yourself on the sly. You know, the guys had long hair back then. <laughs> my, my brother, True. as an aside, he'd kill me if he heard me say this. My brother in high school, there was more than one occasion where his hair was, I mean, it wasn't down to his shoulders, but it was longer, and he had curly hair. So I'd use a curling iron to make his hair behave right. Oh, my gosh, wait till I tell him I i disclose this on, on a worldwide That's a good on sister. A worldwide thing. I know, I know. <laughs> So anyways, then there's a vortex that spins above your head, beneath your feet, in front, behind, and on either side of you. And all those vortices are spinning concurrently, Dan. And what that does is it generates new nerve tissue all the way throughout your whole body. Now, here's the bottom line. The healing will integrate into your body. It can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. It may need some kind of complementary care something from the doctor okay. but certainly it's always okay. our spirit's prerogative to utilize the healing in a way that's going to best facilitate whatever it is we're exploring last thing yeah. for you sir um, email me email me ryan.com anybody else that wants this email me julia@juliyryan.com i will send you a protocol to help you heal from this that's been put together by a doctor who I greatly respect is one of the foremost critical care doctors in the world. His name's Paul Merrick, and he is just fabulous. And he and some of his colleagues have put together a protocol for people who've been injured like you to help you get well. So bottom line, there is hope. Bottom line, you will heal from this. You can heal from this. Everything's healable.
4: Thank you very much. you really questions, appreciate it. It's, questions uh,
0: about any of this that I just threw at you? That was a lot, all at one time.
4: Well, I, I, what I'm, I do have a question. I'm, I'm considering getting an infusion of gamma gobulin, which is mm-hmm. designed to reset your immune system. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are risks involved with it. Um, you know in in um uh, in a very small uh subset of people who get it they uh, things happen like a blood clot or you know it's rare but it's possible to for it to give throw you into a heart attack um mm-hmm. it doesn't usually do that but my physician is i mean they wanna they want you to go into it with your eyes open. I'm just wondering what you think.
0: I think read the protocol from Dr. Merrick first and see what okay they have to say because that's pretty much no side effects. And uh, read that and see how it resonates with you. And if you feel okay. very okay. comfortable about doing the infusion, then do it. But I encourage you to, to read this other stuff. So email me, com. I'll send it to you, and then yep. you'll you'll know what to do after that. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Stan. I really appreciate it. Thank you, you so much. Bye-bye. So you bye. you have a great welcome. day. You too. All righty, everybody. Stay with us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get another caller on. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Sherry, hi, Miss Sherry. Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. How are ya? you? Can you hear me? I can. Yes, I can. Please tell everybody please, where please, you're located. Please, you are most welcome. I'm where are you located? Mobile, Alabama. Mobile. All right. Well, yes. do you have a do you have a I'm question me. for me? Yes, ma'am. Today
3: at five o'clock, I had to let my sweet rescue dog, Primmy, take the rainbow bridge because she was really ill. And I wonder if you could give me
0: any thoughts about Prim. Yeah, sure. Her last days. I hope she was happy. Yeah. What kind of dog was she, Sherry? Um, she was just a mutt. She was from
3: a rescue shelter down in Florida. We have uh-huh. a beach house down there and
0: um, mutt, but nonetheless, our prize. Yeah. How long did you have her? Um, about 10 years. Oh, long time. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk to her. Do you have a question for her? She's right next to you. Is on your right. That's where they always show up. Spirits, animal spirits, okay. people spirits. Yeah, yeah. Do you have, do you have a question I hope for her? Are you she's safe. Safe. I hope she's safe.
3: I hope she's oh, yeah. safe. I hope she is happier. I I wonder if she suffered at the end, and um, you know, just want to know what she has to say for us.
0: Were you in the room with her when she died, Sherry? Yeah. When you. Yeah, oh, good. Were you I held her. You yeah. held her. That's what she, that's what she was telling me. That's why I wanted to double check that she she really appreciates that. She said so many owners don't do that and it's awful for the pet. But it, sometimes it's just too hard for the owner to do that. She's saying that no, it was very easy. She said it was just like going to sleep. And she said she felt like she floated. When she went to sleep, she said it was really interesting because she felt like she floated. And then she saw her spirit. It was she said she was looking down on you guys. So this spirit. Rose up when they go. And that's what happens with humans, too, is this spirit rises up. So she was able to see you. She's saying, don't be sad. She's there. She's around you. She's saying that you'll did. She used to sleep with you she sleep in the bed with you or just snuggle with you on the yeah. couch? She slept yeah. in the bed. Okay. Because yeah. yeah. she, she said, she, yeah. the, the reason I'm asking is she said that you're going to feel her tonight when you're asleep. You're going to feel her snuggled up next to you tonight. And uh, And you'll think that you're losing your mind and you're not. That's her spirit letting you know that she's right there with you. So she's but doing she was that. ready to go as if she was ready to go. She says she was more than ready. She said she was staying around till you were ready. Okay, yeah, yeah okay she she's saying that it that she's so glad that you did that because she's not suffering anymore, and she's been ready for a while, but she she wanted to wait until you were ready. Okay. What a wonderful final gift. Yeah, what a great gift. She's saying, don't wait too long, get another dog. Get another dog soon. No, I have another rescue dog, and can I just ask you one quick question about that dog? Sure. Yeah, sure. She wants you to get another one, too, so it'll be a friend for your current dog.
3: Oh. This one's name is Coco, and I've highly suspected that she's autistic.
5: Could you just (laughs) tell me if Coco is
3: autistic or not?
5: I get a no. What makes you say that? (laughs) Oh, she
3: just, she's a lovely dog. We love her. She's also a rescue. We got them at the same time. Uh But she just has a very funny posture. And she stares at the wall at our beach house a lot. And, I mean, we adore her, but I think she's
0: autistic. Could you tell me why she's like me? When she stares at the wall, she stares at the wall. Why are you, Coco, why are you staring at the wall? She sees things moving. She's sitting by me right now. She... She may have a vision thing. Next time you take her to the vet, get her vision tested. I mean, I don't know that they have no glasses for dogs. Her, yeah, she's got a vision yeah. thing going on. She's got a vision thing happening. Okay. So she's trying to focus Fine. her eyes when that happens. She's trying to get her eyes focused in with her brain is what she's telling me. She also can see spirits. So... um Prem is saying that watch Coco, because Coco may act like she's watch, watching somebody walk across the room, and she's she's watching Prem walk across the room, her spirit. Right. So Coco can see spirits. Do you see her doing that, where she moves her head, like she's watching yeah, somebody and he, nobody's there? Yes. Yeah. yeah, she sees spirits. She's not autistic she's she's with it she but she does have a vision thing going on, and it's not maybe necessarily uh distance or whatever, but she's telling me that it she has trouble focusing her eyes like if you go from something far away to something close up, it's not snapping into place fast, kind of like when you first need reading glasses, you know, and it takes a second for your. Distance eyes, yes. when they're set for distance, to click into the, the close-up sometimes. That's what she's describing to me is going on. Okay. So I but hope that helps.
3: Primy knew, knew I was with her today when she oh, left. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And she says you're going to feel her in bed at night because your brain's going to be relaxed after you sleep for a while, and you're going to, you'll have times in the future where you're going to think, oh my God, I'm losing my mind because it feels like she's in the bed with me, but she is, her spirit is. So I hope that helps. Thank you, Julie. You're Thank welcome. You. Thanks Thank for you calling. I'm sending nice. you Thank a big you. hug. Okay. Okay. Thank Bye, you, Sherry. Julie. You bet. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay, let's go to Mitchell next. Hi Mitchell. Hi Mitch. Mitchell.
3: Mitchell two
0: five
3: three area code. Oh hello. Hi. It's Hi. Actually it's Kristen. It must be my husband's name on the phone.
0: Hi, Kristen, yes. It's on my dashboard. It says, Well, hello. Mitchell.
3: Thank you for taking my call.
0: You're welcome. Welcome to the show. Where are you? Where are you located? Oh, I'm so excited. I'm in Tacoma, Washington. Okay. Terrific. How are things up there? Are you getting ready for the fourth?
3: We are. We actually have some sun after months and months and months of rain. So oh my. we're super excited to finally see the sun.
0: Good good i am wearing my red white and blue for those of you that watch the youtube version of the show you'll see me but for those of you that are listening i have red white and blue on so kristen i'm ready for you too since it's the fourth of july weekend okay. here in america
3: well you got a yes, question I'm for so me excited god bless america um i do have a quick question it's um about my my delightful dog i know with the caller before i had another dog question Um, My dog is still with us, which we're so happy, but I don't speak dog, and so I thought I would go to you. (laughs) Maybe you could speak with her for me. What's her name? Um, Her name is Gypsy.
0: Oh, cute. What kind of dog is Gypsy? She's
3: "She's an Australian
0: Shepherd. Oh, does she have two different colored eyes?
3: She doesn't. They're both brown, but she's a tricolor, so she's got... Black and white with little um, eyebrows, and everybody tells her she's very beautiful. Oh. Hi, here she comes. Here she comes.
0: Um, she knows we're talking about her. But she's very,
3: um, yeah, she knows. She's a very special girl. Um, she seems very frightened lately and does not want to leave our yard. And mm. she loves to go for walks. That's her thing. She loves and loves it. But for the past month, she's like, no way, Jose. She's very afraid, and she will shake, or she'll just turn around and run home. And I'm—I just feel so bad for her because she loves that so much yeah. to go around the neighborhood. And Kristen, so do you guys
0: have? I, do you have coyotes? Yes.
3: Yeah, we do. She's,
0: she's seen the coyotes, or she's picking up their scent, or something. She's telling me she's afraid of the coyotes.
3: That's what I thought. But I just yeah. wasn't sure. I, I haven't seen him, but I was telling her that I trust her instinct about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But um, I just didn't want her to be afraid. I wanted to know that we're here for her.
0: Well, she knows that, but she she's afraid of the coyotes, and she doesn't want you out there if the coyotes are around. Have you oh, had... You know what? You sh- she is looking at me so
3: intently right now. Yeah. I hear you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's she's what she's very saying. Worried. She's pro- yeah, she's being protective. Okay. Not only of herself but of you guys too. So you may want to look oh, at talk to some of the neighbors, you. see if you've had an uptick in coyote activity lately or something, but that's what's going on. It will subside. Yep, mine co-
3: Oh good. Once my once neighbor did on. tell me he did see a half a half rabbit in his yard. Are. Which yeah. means coyotes. Right, okay.
0: Right. Thank you so much. you're welcome thanks for calling all right everybody we're going to take another quick break when we come back we'll get somebody else on and see what their question is stay with us welcome back everybody our next caller is Samantha hi Samantha hi, Hi. hi how are you I'm terrific how are you
3: I do thank you. I'm calling from Montreal
0: I can barely hear you. Can you put the phone up closer to your mouth, please? Hi, can you hear me? Yes, perfect. Good job. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm calling That's from okay. Montreal. Perfect. How are things up there? You guys should have some good weather by now. We do. It's been pretty nice lately. Wonderful. How about you? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. You guys got some heat now. <laughs> yeah, but it's not that bad. I went out for a walk this morning. It was 72 at 8 o'clock in the morning. So oh, that was pretty oh, that's good. so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, 72 wow. and sunny. I'm sitting here. Um, I'm
6: actually sitting outside right now with my friend, Lara. We wanted to know if we could both ask the question.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. What's your question? I would like to
6: ask, I would like to connect with my grandmother, my mammy okay. on my mom's side.
0: Oh. Any messages that you really have from her? I miss her so much. Does she have a question for you or do you have a question for her? Does she have a question for you? Do you have a question for her? <laughs> um,
6: oh, my gosh. I I'm Nothing specific. I just, I, I want to know, I guess. If she's around us, um, I don't know what. What is she thinking about?
5: How she's everything's
6: talking, been? She's
0: talking. If she about has advice cookies. for me, she's talking about cookies. Puppies? Did she make you guys cookies? Oh, she baked everything. <laughs> All right. She wants you to cookies. make cookies. She wants you to make the cookies she that she me. used to make. Use her cookies. Do you have the recipe for her cookies? I don't. All right. Does your mom or somebody else in the family?
3: No. Oh, no. No, we don't. I I can't remember a specific cookie that she made.
0: All right. But she used to make baked stuff a lot. Yeah. I have a question for you. Um, Do you have a language barrier ever with spirit? Never. They always talk to me in English. Hmm. Oh, that is so cool. Because my grandmother didn't
6: speak a word of English.
0: They're gonna they're gonna communicate to me in a way that I can understand the information and i've I've talked with people who didn't speak English and they spoke all kinds of different languages of the world and it always comes to me in English great question that's a great question so she's talking about cookies she's saying make sugar cookies and she's saying give them to the family and and say they're from her but she wants you to use the the I forget what they call it. It's um some kind of a little bit more granulated sugar, frosting sugar, I think they call it. And it's like it's a little bit the sugar. Okay, crystals, icing, sugar. icing sugar, I think. Okay. That's what it's called okay. or frosting sugar, something like that. And she wants you to use that on them. She says you can use different colors, but they're gonna taste the best if they have that thick, crusty sugar. And she wants you to make them and give them to the family. You keep some too, and say that they're from her. say they're in honor of her okay. or they're from her, yeah, who likes oh, yellow daffodils so is this this is your mom's mom? Yes, all right. Did she like yellow daffodils, or did she have yellow daffodils in her yard? She's talking about yellow daffodils, yeah, yeah, they did in their yard, okay. All right, she's talking about that. She's talking about whenever you see yellow daffodils, know that they're a sign from her. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. All righty. Well, what's that your friend, so sweet to hear. Thank you. You're welcome. Does okay, Laura have a question? Lara. Right. Hi, Julie. I'm Laura. Hi, Laura. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Got a question for me?
6: I do. So I also wanted to ask you about my grandmother who passed. Um, my dad's mom. Just this, yeah. like, there's anything she wants to tell me. You know, I miss her every day. She passed in um, 2014, May 12, 2014. But it feels like not even a day has gone by. If that even makes any sense. What
0: did you call her, Lara? I called her Babachi. Babachi. All right. Nana no, no, Babachi. Are, are you dating a guy? You, she's talking about a boy. There's a boy that you're interested <gasps> in. There's a boy oh you're dating. Yeah. There's something to do with a boy. Well, we're not dating, but we just rekindled.
6: Yeah. And I, yeah. I was actually
0: wondering how things were going to go with that. Yeah. She's saying it's good. Pursue it. He he. You may need to... She's saying don't be aggressive, don't be obnoxious, but you may need to pursue it because he may be a little she used the word gun shy. She he may be a little shy. Oh my god. But he's Oh my good. god, that's so true. You guys are really good together. It's worth you letting him know <laughs> oh you're god. really interested. <laughs> like, yeah.
6: You know, Julie, I was debating asking you about my grandma or this guy and like wow. Wow. You got both. So She's
0: with me. She's with me. Yeah, she's with you. She's saying invite him to do something, even if it's get coffee or go to a movie or something like that. Oh, Something my that's, God. that's benign. But she's saying you you have to take action to get the ball rolling with him. Wow. Wow. And did she call me she Is that what she t- She didn't call you anything. She just started talking about this boy that you're interested in. Wow.
6: And I just wanted to know like, um, you know how you told my friend to look for yellow, like flowers, basically? That's the son
0: of her grandmother. Yeah. She didn't tell you anything like. Mm -hmm. She did. She's saying red ribbon. I don't know why. Red ribbon. Red ribbon interesting when you see red ribbon, did you used to wear ribbon in your hair when you were a little girl? Like, did you wear a ponytail with a ribbon in your hair or pigtails?
6: I don't think so. I'm not sure. I don't
0: think so. Maybe she did when she was little. She's talking about Maybe. red ribbon in red ribbon in in your hair is what she said. So uh, huh. she's talking about red ribbon. And you know what? The, the thing about this, Laura, is pay attention to where you see red ribbon. You may think, I'm just going to see actual red ribbon. You may see a picture of it in a magazine. You may see it on TV. You may see it in a store. You may see it uh, on the side of a van. Or something, wow. just be open to where and how you're going to see red ribbon. And you know, you you guys, wow. ladies, you can you can talk to your grandmothers anytime you want. You just say something to them aloud or in your head. They're going to answer you. It's going to feel mm-hmm. like it's your thought, but it's going to come in instantly. So that's how you'll know that it's them. Wow. So I hope that helps. I <laughs> that's hope it's amazing. they you know it really they're did. Around you Okay. Thanks for calling. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. All righty, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll see who's next and see what their questions are. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature-regulating and incredibly soft and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to cozyearth.com and use the code Julie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code Julie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth bedding. I love them and so will you. Welcome back, everybody. We do this show every Thursday night. At 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific, the call-in number is 667-770-1476, and the pound it, the passcode is 483620 pound. The access code, I should say, is 4 eight, three, six, two, Oh pound. This information is available on my website, ask Julie And in the show notes, anywhere you download podcasts, we also put it up on all my social media channels. Everything's at asked Julie Ryan the day of the show. So the call-in numbers will be there, by the way, talking about social media, Instagram, there's been a lot of fraud that's been going on on Instagram, and people are getting contacted by somebody saying that they're me and asking for a donation for a reading. I will never, ever, ever contact you and ask you for money, ever. The only way you can get a session with me, get a consult with me, is to go to AskJulieRyan.com and then you go through the website. So usually if you're contacted by somebody saying they're me, check the spelling of the name. The latest one is they're spelling Ryan, which is R-Y-A-N. They're spelling it with two R's. So that's a a kind of a red flag when you look at the spelling. But never, ever, ever give anybody a credit card number, never give them your full name and a birth date. They're asking a lot for full names and birth dates. And those are identity thieves. They're going to take that information and they're going to try and open fraudulent credit in your name. So never do that and never respond. I will never contact you, ask you for money ever, ever, ever. So don't fall for that. Okay, let's see. We're on all the social media stations. We're also on uh, YouTube and Alexa, and you can download podcasts anywhere you get your podcasts, and it's all under Ask Julie Ryan. So remember to subscribe and leave a review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, ratethispodcast.com forward slash Julie, and then you'll be entered into a drawing, and next Thursday will be the first Thursday in July, and I always give away a free session. So if you leave a review, you may win a free session valued at $200. And then we can have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want to discuss. Follow me on Instagram, by the way, too, and on Facebook. When you're on those social media sites, be sure and follow me. The real me where my name's spelled right okay let's see what else while you're on askjulieryan.com, be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter it's a question somebody submitted online along with my answer in in the body of the email we have the call-in information so try it i do my best to make it easy on you guys to call in because obviously this show's a free service that i offer so you know you can call in come on the show you can get your questions answered for free You can also schedule an appointment with me there. I'm booked out a couple of months. You know the trick. When you get your confirmation email, just get on my schedule regardless of when it is, when you get the confirmation email. You can click on the reschedule link and it will periodically and it will show you when earlier appointments open up. And I had two people in the last two days that got in within 24 hours because they checked the reschedule link. So there's that. And what else? Oh, my new trainings, you know, angels and enlightenment training. That's the new self-paced online one with those practice groups. The key with all this training, you guys, regardless of whose training you're taking, You can read it, you can hear it, all of that. It doesn't sink in. You don't get good at it until you practice it. We all know how to throw a ball. Doesn't mean we're going to be a quarterback in the NFL. You got to practice it. Practice sessions are $10. It will be the best $10 you spend all week. It'll be a blast. You'll have an hour to work with a facilitator and other people in the group. And you're going to love it. I promise. So go on AskJulieRine.com. The pop-up will come up. You'll see the training. And then my advanced training is Angelica Tendon Training. That's the one that I teach live, and that's four Saturdays in a row. We're doing July's session right now, and I limit it to 12 people because there's so much practice involved in the the class, but it's a blast. I absolutely love doing it. It's once a quarter, and uh, and so if you're interested in learning All of my buffet of psychicness, the medical, the pets, the past lives, the everything, take the angelic attendant class. And I have spots open in in January of next year. July's full that I'm teaching right now. October's full. But January of next year is, I think I have four or five spots left. So if you're thinking about doing that, go ahead and get, get enrolled for that. All right. This week, we got a question from Susan, and Susan lives in Queensland, Australia. And she asked, Hi, Julie. I heard you on the Grief Coach podcast and really liked how you explained spirit. In March of 2021, I tragically lost my 24-year-old daughter, Scarlett, from a pulmonary embolism. I am racked with guilt thinking that I missed something and should have taken taken her to the doctor. I just hate to think of her collapsing and going into cardiac arrest alone on her bedroom floor. I'd like to know if she suffered and if it was quick. Could we have saved her if the ambulance had gotten there sooner? Thanks so much from a grieving mother, Susan. And here's my response. Hi Susan, My sincere condolences on the loss of your daughter, Scarlett. I can't even imagine what you and your family are going through. To get some answers for you, I first connected to you in Australia and then from you to Scarlett. Here's a synopsis of her replies. Scarlett wants you to know she, her spirit, chose to transition when, where, how, and alone. There wasn't anything you or anyone else could have done to prevent this from happening. We all transition when our spirit's ready. We all decide when we go, how we go, who's with us, if anybody, when we go. All of those parameters our spirit chooses. Scarlett also wants you to know she was indeed surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones. So she was, as she put it, far from alone, and she didn't experience any suffering. She said that's why she chose to exit the way she did. It was, in her words, quick, easy, and painless. Scarlett wants you to know she's always around you and appreciates your taking care of her dog. She must have had a dog. You may want to investigate the Helping Parents Heal organization. It's a fabulous global community that provides support to parents who've lost a child. That's helpingparentsheal.org is the website for them. And this is for any parent. You you can be a 100-year-old parent and lose your 80-year-old child. It doesn't matter. It's for any parent that's lost a child. I went on to say I'll be speaking at their conference later this summer and look forward to meeting the families who will be attending. In addition, everyone can communicate with a deceased loved one. Here's how. This is what I was telling the girls before the break who were talking to their grandmothers. Just think of Scarlett, then say something to her either silently or aloud. Her response will immediately come into your head and feel like a thought. You'll know it's Scarlett answering you when the thought arrives instantly or even before your question or statement is spoken. It's really that simple. To learn how to communicate with deceased loved ones, consider taking my new online self-paced Angels and Enlightenment training. It comes with post-training practice sessions to help you develop, validate, and enhance the natural abilities we all have. So Susan, sending you a big hug down in Australia. I'm so sorry about your scarlet. and I hope that gives you some comfort and some information from her. The reason why we will get answers from spirit immediately is, remember, time doesn't exist in the spirit world. Time is a human creation. So our thoughts sometimes will get an answer. We'll think the thought and before the thoughts even thought all the way out, before the thoughts thunk, is that a word? What's going to happen is spirit's already gotten our question and they're going to be responding to us. That's why it happens so instantly or sometimes even before a thought comes out. So, for instance, Laura, when we were talking to her grandmother and she was saying, does she have anything to tell me? Well, grandma is already answering her. I'm hearing grandma in my mind. I'm hearing the information coming in as thoughts. And that's when she was talking about a boy that she was interested in, that she would be dating. So I thought that was really fun. And that's how it works. It comes in instantly as fast as you can snap your fingers. If you think about it for more than a second or so, that's gonna be your brain talking to you. The other thing that's really important to remember too is that spirit is pure love. So spirit is always gonna give us an answer that either feels neutral or good. Spirit will never, ever, ever say something that's abusive, like, you know, you're an ugly person who drools. That's not going to happen. And every once in a while, I'll have somebody say, I, I have spirit communicating with me, and they're telling me all this really awful stuff. That's not spirit. That's how you're interpreting what spirit is giving you as far as information, And normally when that happens, somebody's in fear. If you feel bad, you're in a low vibration. You're based in fear. Anything that feels bad is based in fear. Anger, boredom, jealousy, actual fear, whatever. If it feels bad, it's based in fear. And guess what? Spirit doesn't communicate on the I feel crappy channels. So you gotta change the channel. You've gotta feel neutral or good in order for spirit to communicate with you so people that you hear say well the spirit's telling me all this bad stuff no they're not that's their interpretation because they're based in fear and it's distorted it's not real so just a little update on that and uh, we're going to take another quick break When we come back, we're going to get Terry on the phone and see what Terry has to say. Stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show, and I'll be right back. Everybody. As promised, I've got Terry on the line. Hi Terry. Hi, how are you? I'm terrific. How are you doing? I'm very excited about being able to talk to you tonight. This is wonderful. Thank you. Oh, you bet. My pleasure. Where are you located, Miss Terry? So I'm here in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Terrific. Well, you got big plans for the holiday weekend? Well, I'm going to be working, and
5: the the reason for my being on the call tonight, I'll just get right to the point. Okay. I have a, and, and apparently spirit is really strong, the fact that I'm able to talk to you like I am tonight. So, I have a brother who's been estranged for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. He contacted me last night, letting me know that he has very advanced um, cancer. I think I'm sorry. that we're talking a very short period of time. I have written him letters. Mm -hmm. trying to reconnect over the years. I've used the counselor. I've invited him to to work with the counselor. It's been crickets up until this moment. And I Mm -hmm. do believe that this cancer is a wake-up call. I I believe it's aggressive, and we're talking a short period of time. Mm -hmm. My conversation with him last night was, um I believe that he was he's looking for healing. He also asked that I be the one to tell our mom about the diagnosis. Mm. And I
0: also want to know if my mom will survive knowing knowing the information. Is he in touch with your mom, Terry? Very, um, very superficially. Okay. And does does he live in Richmond? Does he live near you guys? Where's he live? He, 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 uh,
5: mom is two hours away, and he is local. But uh, we haven't talked to each other just because of the estrange, just because of dysfunction.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. And a lot. So- and a lot of. say that again I'm sorry
5: uh, just just uh, there, there's a, a long history of dysfunction
0: Mm-hmm. yeah alright he's in phase 7 of the 12 phases of transition Terry which do you know what that is do you know what I'm talking about
5: I, I, I'm going to say no so that you can elaborate
0: okay alright as we're transitioning, we go through what I call the 12 phases, and we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones and the spirits of deceased pets. He's about halfway through. It can ta- it can happen instantly. It can take days, weeks, months. Sometimes it's years when somebody is transitioning, but he's halfway through. Are you going to be able to see him? Does he want to see you? Did you guys talk about that? Oh.
5: So this this phone call that came from out of the blue last night Mm -hmm. was him basically reaching out, So, well, number one, so that he could ask me to be the one to to tell mom. Right. And I believe he's also in the process of learning what his diagnosis is. I'm I'm a medical person. I'm... Mm -hmm. I'm, um, I I believe, without knowing a whole lot of the details, I believe he's dealing with a very aggressive form of cancer, and we're looking at a
0: very short period of time. I, be, I believe you're correct, based on what I'm seeing when I yeah. scan him, that he's in Phase yeah. 7. Yeah. So, will your mom survive? Absolutely. She will absolutely survive. And okay. I would see what you can do take it in baby steps let him lead the way here that was a herculean effort for him to reach out to you last night and for you to ask for him to ask you to talk to your mom i mean that's huge huge healing and and when we have things that we don't want to deal with sometimes it takes a medical issue, a really serious one, to kind of be the catalyst to help us move forward and make resolution before we go. And it's kind of hard to ignore your body when you're in pain or if you've got some fatal illness or something along those lines. So follow his lead. Is he married? Does he have a partner or a spouse that you can talk to? oh He's estranged
5: from, I believe, just about everybody. He's divorcing. Um, um, I believe that I intimidate him. How can I be? How can I be very uh,
0: supportive and -hmm. soft so Mm -hmm. that... I can, I can reconnect with him. Yeah. Well, he's already reconnected with you. The thing that's coming in on that, Terry, is send him another note in the mail because it's better if he reads it instead of just hears it and just say, look, I love you. Whatever was between us, it's forget it. Forget it. You know, it's just in the past and let's move forward I'm here to help you I, I'm i available I'm available to bring mom you just let me know what you need and I'm more than happy to help so he's reaching out for help respond in a way that's going to be really gentle and what I'm getting from spirit to advise you is to do it in the form of a letter or a note send him a note send him like a get well card maybe and and put a note in there. And hopefully that'll help. Also, go to my website, Terry, Ryan.com, Download the 12 phases of transition chart. Just ask what phase is he in? You'll get an answer that will give you a lot of information. So good luck with that. Thanks for calling. Okay, everybody, we're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we'll get another caller on. Stay with us. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. Joan. Hi, Joan. Hi. Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. That's my late little sister's name. Joan is my late little sister's name. So I love that name. I saw you on my dashboard. I'm I'm like, well, I got to call it Joan. Yeah. How are you? Oh, you're. Oh, I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. Where are you located?
7: I, um, I'm located southeast of Detroit, and um, I'm situated on on the beautiful Detroit River, looking to Canada. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, but um, it is see the freighters But Julie, um, so I have uh, three daughters, and Mm -hmm. all of us have uh, breast cancer genes. I did have breast cancer, and unfortunately, my daughter uh, my older daughter at thirty three had had it, but she also has some mental health issues, and she stopped her treatment. Now it's been five years, but i I did tell her I you know, listen to your show and uh, she really is open minded about everything so. She doesn't really like a lot of Western uh, type medicine, and she stopped her treatment. and I do see some symptoms that she may be displaying. Would you be able to scan her and see what's going on with her cancer if it' if it's uh, beyond her breast right now?
0: Mm-hmm. Sure. What's her name, Joan? Her name is Katie. Katie. All right. What I'll do is I'll connect from you to her and then I'll ask her permission. And the reason I do that, Joan, is because I believe it's an invasion of privacy for me to scan somebody without their permission. And if, if you ask me to Absolutely. scan you, I'm talking with you, certainly. So I have your permission. But if you're asking me to scan somebody else, I'm going to ask them. If she says, yes, I will. If she says, no, I won't, but all is not lost because we can talk to her spirit and get information. And the reason okay. why I why I do it that way, Joan, is because I feel like spirit their spirits going to tell us what it wants us to know, but we're not looking at a chest X ray without her permission, kind of a thing. So right, that's, right, that's. that's my, that's my ethics. I won't ever scan anybody. And by the way, I turn my abilities on and off At Well, I don't walk around with my woo woo stuff going on. I'm just a regular person. I do laundry. I clean my right. dishes. I cook. I, you know, do regular stuff. So, uh, so that's what we'll do. What are her symptoms that you're seeing that are, that are giving you? Well, um- yeah, it's interesting because
7: I just had a bone scan myself because um, my oncologist thought let's just make sure it's not nothing metastasized to the bone. I've been actually feeling like if everything was good with me and my bone scan came out good, but her her gait, her walk, is similar to what I do see with metastatic bone. and I just and that's one of the places where. Um, the breast cancer can spread to uh, one of the first places. And it's just she's only in her 30s, so I just feel like it's a very unusual walk for somebody that is so young. You know, it mm-hmm. just looks like she's in pain all the time. That's pretty mm-hmm. much what it looks like. There's they're arthritis or pain all the time.
0: Does she tell you that she's in pain? Yes, yeah, she does. She does
7: tell me she's in pain. And like I said, she doesn't want to go back to get more treatment or even to get scanned. And she um, is doing better mental health wise. But like it, it's just hard as a mom seeing her in pain and not, I don't even know what I would do if with the information I would find out. But I just feel like I want to. The, uh, I don't know, I just, it's hard to watch her in
0: pain, honestly. Yeah. Okay. Let me see if I can get her on my radar. I mean, I'll get her on my radar, see if she'll okay. give me permission to scan her. So here comes my laser beam from okay. Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Michigan, and then from you to Katie, and then, all right, got Katie. Katie, I'm talking to your mom. Is it okay if I scan you Because She says, Sure. So good job, Mom, setting that up. Uh Uh, I think your suspicions are are correct. It looks to me like it's metastasized into the bone. What I'm going to do is Uh I'm going to do a DNA healing on her, Joan, while I have her on my radar, like what Uh I did for Dan, our earlier caller from Denver, Denver Dan. And uh, so... Seven strands of DNA have come out of a X chromosome. Again, they look like pieces of paper that you'd see inside a fortune cookie. I'm watching the letters on the, the recipe of the DNA. The A's, T's, C's, and G's get reconfigured, get resequenced, if you will. Imagine playing Scrabble in Warp Speed where you see a letter move up and over to form a word. Have you ever played Scrabble? Do you know what I'm talking about? Joan, with that, yes, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm watching, and the first three okay. strands have snapped back in. The other strands are doing their thing. In the meantime, what we're going to do is we're going to go into her skeleton, and uh, and isolate the cancer cells. They get encapsulated. They get removed. All right, DNA is done. I pulled her skeleton out of the top of her head. Think of a skeleton at Halloween, one of those plastic skeletons you can get at the dollar store, and uh, Mm -hmm. dipped it in a big vat of stem cell energy, vortex spinning above her head, beneath her feet, in front and behind her, on either side of her. Concurrently, that's going to regenerate the bone. And so... I think she's in trouble right now. Can she I heal? Know. Yes. Everything's healable. Mm-hmm. And is that mm-hmm. the only way for her to heal by going through treatments like chemo and radiation and stuff? No. But there's a book I want you to get, Joan, and it's called Radical Remission. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that book? Okay. Radical I Remission. No. It's really terrific. Okay. It's a woman who, when she was getting her, I believe her doctorate at UCLA, she worked in an oncology clinic and she heard a patient say that he was in remission. And she said, great, how long have you been in remission? And he said, five or six years or something like that. And so she talked to some of the doctors and she said, do you have patients in remission in your practice? And they all said, yes. And she said, do you tell your other patients that you do have patients in remission. And they said, oh, no. And she said, well, why not? And they said, we don't want to give them a false sense of hope. So she spent the next year, she took a sabbatical, she spent the next year and toured the the world and came up with, I believe it's 13 common denominators that people used to heal themselves once their doctors said they couldn't do anything else for them. And regardless of their background, their socioeconomic status, if they were male or female, their education level. It didn't matter. There are, there are 13 variables that they all incorporated that helped them heal. So I think that may be a way to approach it, Joan. You read it or listen okay. to the book first. And if you feel led to give it to me, okay. do so. And that may be kind of a soft approach. That you can okay, you can give to her, and, and hopefully it'll idea. it'll make you feel like you're doing something proactive to help her. Yes, yes, yeah,
7: absolutely. And I do have an hour scheduled with you, so we can talk more about this. So
0: perfect. One other thing, Joan, Later. before yeah. I let you go, one other thing is through all of this, no matter how hard it gets, if it's a loved one, whether it's one of our children or a parent or a spouse or a friend we've got to remember that this is their spirit's path this is what Mm -hmm. their spirit Mm -hmm. wants to explore and experience we don't know Mm -hmm. what all their spirit came in to explore and experience we don't know what their past lives have been and how this is going to benefit them in this lifetime even if it's something that's horrific it's benefiting them in some way Because remember, spirit, in the spirit world, there's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. Everything is neutral. So when we see something that's horrific here, to a spirit, it's just an experience. And that's why we incarnate is to have things that we don't like, because it helps us figure out what we do like and what we do want to create. When we know what we don't want, it helps us create what we do want. So keep that in the back of your mind. Easier said than done, especially when it's your child. But keep that in the back of your mind that it's all perfectly unfolding for her, even if it feels awful, and it's perfectly unfolding for you as well because your spirit is benefiting from it in some way, even if we can't see it at the time. That that was
7: very good advice, and I do try to stay uh, thinking of that. But the human side of me is like, oh my gosh, she's in pain, but she won't get help. You know that type of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. and it's her. Yeah, it's her but, prerogative, and it's her journey, and it's benefiting her right. in some way. If yes. it's just spiritually, yeah. So keep that in mind too. Alrighty, well, good luck with that. Thank Thanks you. for calling. You're Thank welcome. You. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. We're going to take another quick break. When we come back, we're going to get Taylor on the phone. See what Taylor has to say. So stay with us, everybody. You're listening to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'll be right back. with Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hello, Julie. Thank you for taking my call. You are most welcome. How are you this evening?
8: I am great. It's been wonderful listening to your guidance and everybody on this call. It actually helps me with my question a little bit. Even if I didn't get a chance to talk to you, I still would have been helped a little bit, but I'm truly grateful to have the opportunity. Oh,
0: Wonderful. Where are you located?
8: I'm in Broomfield, Colorado.
0: Okay. Well, terrific. Got a question for me? Yes.
8: Yeah. So um, I have an 18-year-old chihuahua, and he's been having wow. some medical issues, and the, the vet and I have gotten to a point where we have some thoughts of what it is, and they gave me like a bunch of medications. I have about 12 medications. The biggest problem is that he stopped eating about 10 days ago. Oh. And so I was hoping you could maybe connect with him, see if he wants to follow suit with this vet care, the medications, um, ultrasound, um, overnight hospitalization, IVs, or if he wants to take more of like a natural holistic approach um, to see how this kind of rides out naturally.
0: Yeah. What's his name, Taylor? His name is Nacho.
8: He's a chihuahua.
0: Ha! <laughs> That's great! I love that. Oh gosh, that's a riot! All right, Nacho's spirit is out of his body. It's attached to the top of his head, and he is—he's uh, dying at the moment. So let's talk to him and see. Nacho, are you ready to go? Yes. Are you in pain? He said, "Not really." Do you want to go through? procedures he said please no that came in immediately taylor please no like no no not k-n-o-w but no no uh do you want to go about this naturally do you want your mom to euthanize you he's saying no not yet not yet so uh are you ready to go he's saying shortly yeah, shortly. He's, okay, thank you. Yeah.
8: I do um, animal communication and Reiki healing. And so yeah. I've actually gotten those same answers, but I, I've i also been unsure. So I was like, oh, my God, it's Thursday. Yeah. I'm going to call Julie and see if she feels yeah. the same way. So I truly and appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and it's so hard when we have a loved one, a pet. My gosh, sometimes the grief from losing a pet is as strong as it is from losing a loved one who's a person because the pets are with you all the time. You know that you may lose a sibling or somebody and they're not with you. They live maybe out of state or someplace. Doesn't mean you love them any less. Just means that the pet grieving can be very intense as well. And I think you're really smart, Taylor, in getting some guidance on this because when we're In grief, when we're in fear, it's what I was talking about earlier. It's hard for us to get a clear read on things because spirit doesn't communicate easily on the I feel crappy channels. You know, it's just hard. So, um, I fully agree. I
8: actually felt I was too emotionally invested in in him to get a clear
0: reading. Right, right. So you're smart to do that. What are you thinking along the lines you had said you wanted to do something natural? What are you thinking along those lines?
8: So I've been giving him a Reiki um, pretty much twice a day, every day, just giving him this ability to just kind of go on his own. Because just like you said with Joan, I don't want to impede or enable him to do what his soul came out to to do or what he's here to learn, but I also don't want him to suffer. So it doesn't seem he's suffering or in pain. So that's I've what just he's been saying. taking care of him as best I can in his knees and bringing him outside mm-hmm. a lot.
0: Mhm. Yeah. And and it's a it's a natural progression with humans and with animals. At the end of their lives, they do sleep more. They do eat less. The body knows how to be born. The body knows how to die, whether it's an animal or whether it's a human. It we all come in with the ability to do both to be born and to die and and it's it's a series of events when a pet is near the end of their life taylor it, have you seen my 12 phases of transition for humans how the spirit exits through the yes. top of the head yeah and for those of yes. you that are I listening book, that don't, yeah i'm sorry say that again
8: sorry, I i read your book i loved it so much i gave it to my mom who's a hospice nurse
0: Oh, thank you. That means the world to me. But you know how the spirit bubble comes out the top of the head and, and then hangs on as somebody's going through the phases of transition, whether that be instantly in the case of a homicide or suicide or whether it's over days, weeks, months, years. It doesn't matter. But pets do the same thing. I don't see them surrounded by angels and their litter mates. But I do see that the spirit bubble comes out of the top of the head and hangs on to the top of the head like a human's does. And again, for any of you that don't know what Taylor and I are talking about, it's the phases of transition that somebody goes through. We all go through it whether it happens instantly or, or over a prolonged period of time. And if you go to my website, com, go to the 12 Phases page, 12 Phases of Transition. There's a chart there with illustrations that you can download. Save it on your phone, and then if you have a loved one who's dying, you can just ask what phase are they in. For him, for uh, Nacho, Taylor, I think you just talk to him and just know that he's going to answer you you know how to do this and just ask him questions give him lots of snuggles does he sit on your lap a lot
8: I have been putting him on my, on my lap a lot usually he doesn't he doesn't like to be held but over the last probably like three weeks he's been letting me hold and cradle him
0: yeah that's what he's saying he wants to be on your lap and then does he sleep in the oh. bed with you no, he has this little teepee that he a sleeps little bed. in. Okay, <laughs> a little teepee. <laughs> Nacho sleeps in a teepee. That's just too cute. Okay, <laughs> because he's saying that he, he may want to sleep in the bed with you. In, and what I'm okay. seeing is, is get a really soft blanket, kind of make a nest for him, you know, next to you in the bed. He just wants to be near you as much as he can. So I hope that helps. I hope that gives you some comfort. You're welcome, honey. Sending you a big hug. Good luck with all of that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You bet. (laughs) Bye-bye. All righty, everybody, that's it for this week. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Independence Day to those of you living in the U.S. and abroad. And in the meantime, sending you all lots of love from sweet home Alabama. I'll see you next week. Bye, everybody.